0: Good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective: Christina Laurie, Dinah Janssen, Erica Singh, and Zayden Vergara. CFRC's news programming is also brought to you through the support of the Local Journalism Initiative, Queens University Career Services, What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. I'm CFRC's broadcast journalist Christina Laurie, and here are your local news headlines. In a message from downtown Kingston, Santa's coming to Springer Market Square. Downtown Kingston presents Santa in the Square on Saturday, December 23rd. Downtown Kingston invites the community to celebrate the holiday season with a meet and greet with Santa himself in Springer Market Square from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, December 23rd. Visitors are encouraged to bring their own smartphones or cameras so Santa's elf can take their picture with Santa. There will be a mailbox for letters as well. Additionally, Downtown Kingston is providing free horse-drawn carriage rides and Kingston trolley rides on Saturday, December 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. As a special gift from the Downtown Kingston business community and in partnership with the City of Kingston, parking in downtown surface lots and on-street parking is free every Saturday until Christmas. For more information about downtown Kingston's holiday events, visit downtownkingston.ca. SLC to offer registered nurse prescribing program. St. Lawrence College is pleased to announce that it will be offering new training to registered nurses to expand their role to include prescribing of medications. Earlier this year, the Ontario government announced they would allow registered nurses to prescribe medications. After meeting specific requirements for certain conditions, conditions such as contraception, immunizations, smoking cessation, and topical wound care in a variety of settings including long-term care homes and retirement homes. SLC is delivering this training through its continuing education online platform and registration will begin in the upcoming weeks with courses starting in January 2024. Applicants must be RNs with current registration with the College of Nurses of Ontario without restrictions with two years of full-time experience or equivalent. Dr. LeBlanc, SLC's Dean, Health and Wellness states, quote, in consultation with partners and using evidence from other jurisdictions to align with legislation, the registered nurse prescribing program was developed to meet the needs of Ontarians in a safe and efficient way. The comprehensive educational program will preserve patient safety while training RNs who are authorized to prescribe medications identified for certain conditions by the Nursing Act, end quote. SLC's president and CEO states, quote, I'm thrilled that SLC is one of the colleges approved to deliver this critical training to expand the scope of nursing in Ontario. Nurses are incredibly skilled and play an integral role in supporting the good health and ongoing care of Ontarians. We are proud to have been educating nurses and other healthcare professionals for over 50 years, and this training is another example of how colleges respond to ensure training meets the needs of the workforce and communities. SLC is part of seven Ontario colleges delivering this Ontario Graduate Certificate Program across Southeastern and Northwestern Ontario. Indigenous and bilingual ways of knowing and learning were considered in the development of the program to ensure that the needs of all communities can be served. The online program delivery model ensures access for nurses across all of Ontario and ensures learners are encouraged to register for their program with the college that is closest in proximity to their preferred clinical placement location. In a message from the City of Kingston, holidays to affect City and Utilities Kingston services. City of Kingston and Utilities Kingston services and facilities will be affected by the holidays as follows. Christmas and New Year's holiday green bin, garbage and recycling schedule. There is no collection on December 25th and 26th. Collection will occur two days after your regularly scheduled collection. Kingston Area Recycling Center, the Recycling Depot and Yard Waste site will be closed December 25th and 26th. Wheel Christmas trees can be dropped off for free at 196 Lappins Lane. Never miss collection day. Go to cityofkingston.ca slash collection to sign up to receive collection reminders by phone, push notification or email. Kingston transit schedule, plan your bus trip at kingstontransit.ca slash tripplanner. Christmas Eve December 24th will be a regular weekday service. Christmas Day December 25th there will be no service. On Boxing Day December 26th there will be Sunday service except Route 18 which will operate on its regular weekday schedule. Queen's University routes will not run during the holiday break. Route 20 service will be paused December 21st to January 8th and Route 17 will be paused December 22nd to January 8th. Kingston Access Bus Services Schedule Christmas Eve December 24th limited service and hours. Christmas Day December 25th no on-road service office is closed and Boxing Day December 26th limited on-road service 6am to 11:30pm and office open 8 to 11am Municipal office and facility schedules administrative offices including housing and social services on Montreal Street are closed December 22nd 25th and 26th Provincial offenses court at 362 Montreal Street will be closed December 22nd 25th and 26th Utilities Kingston and Kingston Hydro customer service and administration operations will be closed beginning at noon on December 22nd and remain closed December 25th and 26th. KFPL branches will be closed from December 24th to 27th. The Artillery Park Aquatic Center on December 24th, the front desk will close at 2pm and remain closed on the 25th, 26th and January 1st. At the Invista Center, Fitness Center will be closed for renovations December 20th to 22nd and on December 24th, the front desk will close at 2pm and remain closed on December 25th and 26th. The Kingston East Community Center is closed December 24th to 26th. Rideau Heights Community Center and Library is closed December 24th to 26th and the Rideau Heights Library branch will be open for curbside pickup on December 21st from 10am to 6pm. Cataraqui Community Center and Kingston Memorial Center will be closed December 24th to 26th. Center 70 is closed December 22nd to 26th. The Kingston Grand Theatre Box Office the box office, will be closed December 23rd to 26th at 4.30pm. The Pump House Museum will be closed December 22nd to January 2nd. The Market Wing Cultural Space will be closed december 18th to january 2nd and finally the tet center will be closed december 24th to january 3rd then a message from the city of kingston the city utilities kingston and kingston fire and rescue share snow and ice safety reminders winter is here and the city utilities kingston and kingston fire and rescue urge you to review these winter related safety tips number one be a good neighbor show your family friends and neighbors you care about their comfort and safety keep your sidewalk and neighborhood catch basin clear of snow and ice Number two, be safe around snowplows. Drivers, stay three car lengths behind a snowplow to allow for safe stopping distance. Never cut off a snowplow. Pedestrians and caregivers, assume the snowplow driver has not seen you. If you see a snowplow, move off the sidewalk into a yard where you can be seen. Do not play on or make forts or tunnels in roadside snowbanks. Never approach a snowplow even when it has stopped. You can go to cityofkingston.ca snow to find out about city snow clearing standards and priorities and to read our frequently asked questions. Number 3. Keep gas meters clear. Although your outdoor gas meter is designed to withstand winter weather, heavy or hard packed snow and ice can be a safety hazard. Keep snow and ice from building up on the covering and your meter. Concerned Utilities Kingston customers can call the 24-hour line at 613-546-1181 or visit utilitieskingston.com for tips and information. Concerned Enbridge customers can call its emergency line at 1-877-969-0999. Number 4. Keep outside exhaust vents, such as those for gas-fired Furnaces or water heaters cleared of snow or ice. Number five, ensure fire hydrants and fire department connections are visible. We thank residents and building owners who take the time to clear snow and ice from fire hydrants and fire department connections. This assists firefighters in the event of an emergency. Number six, clear snow and ice from fire escapes, exit doors, and other emergency exit points to allow for a safe exit in the event of an emergency. Number seven: Place garbage and recycling where it can be clearly seen and safely collected. Please do not place garbage bags in containers, recycling boxes, or green bins on top of snowbanks. Choose a collection area at a safe and visible ground level location on the boulevard closest to the curb, or on the right side of the end of your driveway or your walkway as you face the street. Another option is to create a shelf in the snowbank that provides the collector with easy access to your waste containers. Keep a path from the road to your collectibles clear of snow and ice. Safe placement helps avoid injury. Number eight, be aware of parking restrictions. The city is currently piloting a weather-based winter parking program. During December and March, when there's inclement weather in the forecast, an overnight on-street parking ban can be called. When a ban is in effect, parking is prohibited on city streets from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. and from 12 a.m. to 7 a.m. on streets that surround Kingston General Hospital. During the months of January and February, no overnight on-street parking is permitted. This bylaw ensures that cars are kept off the streets so that snowplows can effectively respond to winter weather events. You can be fined and towed for violating the bylaw. Please note that parking in the middle of a cul-de-sac is also prohibited at all times. Number 9. Businesses keep sidewalks clear of hazardous snow and ice. If you front onto public sidewalks, you must remove any snow or ice, including rooftop snow, ice or icicles, hazardous to pedestrians, as soon as is practical, but in any event, no than 12 hours after the end of the precipitation that caused the snow and ice. Those who don't will be charged the cost for clearing and could face a fine of up to $5,000. It is also illegal to move snow onto streets or sidewalks. Number 10. Prevent water from freezing around electrical lines. Keep your eaves troughs free of debris so water runs safely away before it freezes. Ice can build up where overhead electrical service wires attach to your home, a dangerous and costly situation. Consider that the root of the problem may be poor attic insulation. Never attempt to clear eyes from or around electrical service wires yourselves. Concerned Utilities Kingston customers can call the 24-hour line at 613-546-1181. Concerned Hydro One customers can call 1-800-434-1235, available 24 hours a day, every day. 11. Remove icicles hazardous to pedestrians. Every building owner-slash-occupant in Kingston must remove the snow and ice, including icicles, from the roof of their building when it poses an immediate danger to pedestrians. Those who do not will be charged the cost of clearing the icicles and could face a fine of up to $5,000. Number 12, during prolonged extreme cold spells, take steps to prevent water lines from freezing. You can go to utilitieskingston.com water slash frozen services to see if your pipes are at risk of freezing and the steps that building owners can take to help prevent freezing pipes. This webpage also explains the processes and responsibilities involved if your water service does freeze. Number 13, follow plow progress with our plow tracker. Review road and sidewalk plow progress before you go using the city's plow tracker and better plan your routes. Data is visible on the app when plows are out plowing. KFLNA Public Health and Leeds Grenville and Lanark Health Unit urges influenza vaccination. As influenza has been detected in the region, KFLNA Public Health and Leeds Grenville and Lanark District Health Unit strongly advises getting vaccinated against the flu, with a particular emphasis on individuals under the age of five. The flu is more than just cold like symptoms. It can cause absences at school, work, and other gatherings. Children 5 years of age and under are under recognized as a group with greater risk of severe outcomes, and it is important for parents to get their kids vaccinated now to enjoy a safe holiday season. Dr. Ogliza, Medical Officer of Health at KFLNA Public Health states, quote, getting your annual flu vaccine is an essential step in protecting yourself, your family, and vulnerable groups within our community from the seasonal flu. The flu vaccine is recommended for everyone six months of age and older and it is particularly key for children and high-risk individuals, end quote. Vaccines take approximately two weeks to be effective, making now the best time to get vaccinated. With the flu season underway, the risk of infection is expected to peak towards the end of December and the beginning of January. In addition to influenza, high-risk individuals are strongly encouraged to receive a COVID-19 XBB vaccine if it has been at least 3 months or 84 days since their last COVID-19 vaccination. Anyone 6 months of age and older who is not high-risk is encouraged to get a COVID-19 XBB vaccine if it has been at least 6 months or 168 days since their last COVID-19 vaccine. Individuals can receive both the flu and COVID-19 vaccines at participating healthcare providers and participating pharmacies. A list of pharmacies offering these vaccines is available online at Ontario.ca slash vaccine locations. Toys for Tickets program collects 275 toys for children in the community. This year's Toys for Tickets program collected a total of 275 toys, representing more than $6,410 in parking fees waived by the City of Kingston. Parking tickets received between November 1st and December 3rd were eligible to be paid by donating an unwrapped toy of equal or greater value. The 2023 program has been deemed a great success with the number of toys doubling from donations made in 2022, bringing the total number of toys collected since the initiative began in 2005 to nearly $4,000. Dan Hazel, supervisor of enforcement services, states, quote, We want to extend our heartfelt gratitude to everyone who participated in Toys for Tickets this year. Thanks to your generous contributions, many kids in our community are going to have a very special holiday. The parking enforcement team collected the toys from City Hall and 1211 John Counter Boulevard and brought them over to the toy drive at Princess of Wales' own regiment. There volunteers were busy sorting stuffed animals, action figures, puzzles, toy cars, sports equipment, board games, and much more. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is Dinah Jansen with a special segment about Buckaroo, Kingston's most famous cat.
1: Thank you so much. Coming up in this segment, we're talking about Kingston's most famous cat, Buckaroo, having gone missing. For several years, Buckaroo has been the subject of much conversation in the McBurney Park Neighbourhood Association Facebook group. The cat is a known wanderer and has made stops at homes in the neighbourhood for several years. Members of the Kings Court Neighbourhood Association have also noted the cat's travels in their area. Buckaroo does have a chip and can be identified at any vet. However, his presence in the community has sparked debate over the years about whether cats should be allowed to roam unsupervised outside, especially with the advent of winter weather. With several postings in the past about Buckaroo's disappearance, some forum members questioned whether the cat should be allowed outside. Others have expressed concerns about the cat not having a collar and tag with an address to which he may be returned. And still others have posted photos with Buckaroo indicating his arrival at their home, which made the residents feel more closely connected with their neighbors and their community. His travels have even prompted local musician John Rose to compose a song in Buckaroo's honor. Coming up in this next segment, we chat with Buckaroo's David Cliff about Buckaroo, his distinctive impact on the downtown area, as well as his distinguishing features that may help identify him. So David, tell us a little bit about Buckaroo. Well, Buckaroo was a,
2: uh, a cat that was up at a communal um, cat, I guess, um, colony north of uh, Kingston. And our neighbours at the time um, were looking for a cat, and they adopted uh, Buckaroo and um, he came with that name. I would imagine maybe a child might have uh, named the the cat, but uh, it means cowboy if anybody's interested. And uh, so they had the cat uh, and a few others and uh, indoor cats, and Buckaroo was so used to being outside, I believe, in that colony, he did not suit uh, indoor cat life. And uh, so they had some challenges with Buckaroo keeping him inside. So they approached me at uh, a few min- months into uh, their um, catering for the cat and asked if uh, we might be interested in buckaroo because we're used to more outdoor cats. So uh, we adopted the buckaroo uh, about five years ago. And since then, um, he is, has been somewhat known in the McBurney Park area, Skelton Park area. Mm-hmm. um he's into the, in the park he uh seems to get along with uh, a lot of folks there and uh trains uh toddlers i've heard how to pet cats and uh has had a bit of a reputation of going on a roam every once in a while and actually goes in people's houses uh walks in uh unannounced and does i uh, i guess some um couch surfing from time to time now uh recently uh we, I was away in Europe and we had a cat sitter and a house sitter. And uh, as of, uh, he was coming back every morning and uh, being fed and um, doing his regular routines as cats typically do. And one morning, on uh, November 24th, uh, he did not show up. And uh, since then, uh, he has not shown up. And uh, since then, um, I've reached out to um, McBurney Park Association I've uh, reached out to um, a variety of uh, social media on Facebook and uh, populated his uh, uh, information. I put up posters all around, and I had some sightings, so to speak, but as you can imagine, there are some cats out there, and uh, many of them could be tabbies. And to decipher buckaroo in particular has been, you know, bit of a needle in a haystack so um that's where buckaroo is at this stage and i'm hoping to get him back uh obviously as soon as as soon as i can find them i guess and uh, one thing he does carry is a chip uh so he just needs to bring it be brought into a vet which is probably the the uh easiest route rather than the humane society that has different hours and they also um um go through all the medical things which is fine but uh, they tend to charge for that uh, but the vets would just scan him and bring him in and he's been it's happened a couple times but not this long uh is um i'm kind of surprised this long so i suspect someone has him, and maybe because of the weather they brought brought him in which is uh fair enough but i just can't imagine him wanting to stay in it just doesn't suit his uh dna or personality
1: Right, right, and now, I uh, have to ask, um, so you mentioned that uh, buckaroo has a chip. does he have a collar or a tag?
2: He doesn't. We've tried a few times with that. It does not seem to last. You know the ones that are breakaway. if you put a collar on the um they get caught sometimes and they get removed. So we've tried a few times. he's uh, licensed uh, through city, he's got all his shots, he's up to speed. in fact, he probably eats better than I do, and. Uh, <laughs> So um, I just would like to get him back.
1: Indeed, indeed, and and in in your own mind, uh, why is why is Buckaroo so famous? Why is he such a touchstone in the community?
2: Yes, he has been, and and some from the beginning. And I'm not sure, but there was a song about him that uh, I can't remember the music, musician's name. But there was a song, and in fact, in Skeleton Park, um, I guess. Uh, newspaper that they have regular um and they had a full uh article on him and um it was quite impressive actually at that time and it kind of grew from there so he became a bit of a cat celebrity um so we're hoping if i get him back uh, maybe we can uh maybe uh if he wants to be in the union we could maybe get him a movie um <laughs> Maybe maybe a walk in, uh, a stroll in, a roam in, uh, on a movie or something. But it seems to proliferate. And uh, he's a very friendly cat. Um, people really love him. And uh, I I like the the uh, tabbies in which they. I've noticed the difference in which they're very very friendly and uh, not too skittish. So maybe that helps um, with the uh, his networking so to speak.
1: Okay. And uh, can you describe some of his identifying features? Yes.
2: Well, as I mentioned, he has a chip. Um, he's also missing an upper left canine, uh, upper left canine. Um, and he's brown, uh, tabby, short hair, um, about six years old and uh, extremely friendly and uh, really enjoys um, temptations. Not that we prefer people feeding them, but... Uh, and he's extremely friendly and um, stoic sometimes, too. Very quiet sometimes. Uh, so if he gets locked up, he doesn't say anything, which is, you know, I guess is his way. But uh, male cat, six years old, um, great health and good personality. Um, those are their...
1: And why is he the best buddy for you in your mind?
2: Well, um, he's. Uh, well lately he hasn't been so much but um <laughs> he uh, left you alone <laughs> yeah he uh, generally he follows me around a little bit he's a good uh, companion um he's a good lap cat uh he seems to like uh, toronto maple leafs which i have no problem with and um he's uh, generally well known and some sense of community to our community which I I think is important uh, in in Kingston and in Skelton Park I think he really um, builds capacity friendly capacity in the neighborhood so I I like that
1: wonderful and now if folks uh, happen to spot or find buckaroo how can they get a hold of you
2: uh well i have uh postings as i said on facebook through uh mcburney park uh social media and uh i have a um some posters up and about uh down near artillery park on the post there and close to memorial center and so on and or um they could probably reach out to me uh, personally david cliff and pm me and i can um we can take a look if they have some pictures and and such, but I think the main thing is, is that they would find him and if they, you know, can identify him well in the pictures that I've I've posted and take him to a vet, that's the best way. And then he can get scanned because my name and information's all on that chip.
1: Right, right. And also for our listeners, uh, we have posted a photo of the posters as well uh, on CFRC's news page, so other contact information is available right there as per uh, the image of the poster that is also uh, circulating around right now on social media. Anything else, Dad, before we uh, wrap up? Uh, David?
2: Um, I just want to thank uh, CFRC for... um, um offering this broadcast and i hope we can bring uh, buckaroo home and i'll let everyone know once he's here
1: all right well thank you so much for your time david we certainly hope uh, buckaroo comes home and uh coming up right now we're going to listen to the buckaroo song written by local musician john rose thanks again for joining us david you're welcome and thank
2: you very much
3: Good afternoon, I see your door is open Couldn't help but notice that it's warm inside Oh, excuse me, is that a bowl of food? Wouldn't mind a taste, I hope I'm not intruding Pardon me, I don't mean to be rude I'm just your neighborhood feline passing through I'll probably see you in a day or two You may have even seen me on the news by the way, you can just call me Buckaroo You may have heard some rumors online That I'm a little rough around the edges at times I don't cause no trouble, look, I'm soft and cute Come on, it's snowing side, open up and say hi Probably see you in a day or two You may have even seen me on the news By the way, you can just call me Buckaroo
0: This is Christina Lori coming in with your CFRC weather report for Monday, December 18th. Tonight we'll have rain ending early this evening, then cloudy with a 60% chance of rain showers or flurries this evening. We may also have periods of snow beginning late this evening. Snowfall amount 2 to 4 centimeters. Wind will be 20 kilometers per hour after midnight and a low of minus 2. For Tuesday, December 19th, we'll have periods of snow ending near noon, then cloudy skies. We'll see about 2 centimeters of snow. Wind will be 20 kilometers per hour gusting to 40, becoming light in the afternoon. We'll have a high of minus 2 and wind chill near minus 9. For Tuesday night, we'll have clear skies, becoming partly cloudy near midnight. Winds will be up to 15 kilometers per hour with a low of minus 5, wind chill near minus 9. For Wednesday, the 20th of December, we'll have sunny skies with a high of plus 1. For the night, we'll have clear skies and a low of minus 7. That's all for your weather this evening and next up is your CFRC traffic report. Now it's time for your CFRC Weekly Traffic Report for December 21st. And road closures University Avenue Union to Earl will be closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's j Centre project. In other delays Bay Ridge Drive would bind to Cataract Way Woods, you can expect delays until December 22nd for Phase 1 of the Bay Ridge Drive cycling and pedestrian improvements. Queen Street, Montreal to Sydenham, expect an eastbound lane closure until April 1st, 2024. Detours will be in place for the duration of the lane closure. PSPC wishes to advise motorists of alternating lane closure on LaSalle Causeway for major rehabilitation during the following period, Wednesday, November 1st to Tuesday, April 30th, 2024. During this period, one lane will be closed and one lane will remain open for alternating traffic. Motorists should expect short delays. Access will be maintained for pedestrians and cyclists. PSPC encourages users to exercise caution when traveling on the bridge and thanks them for their patience. In Parking Disruptions, the Chown Memorial Parking Structure Restoration Project is underway. The work will take place throughout all levels of the building and will include efforts such as routine structural maintenance, renewal of waterproofing materials, and upgrades to the building's mechanical and electrical systems. The work is expected to conclude in late December. The work will be completed in phases to allow the building to remain open to public parking for the duration of the project. Phased work areas will occupy a maximum of 40% of the available parking stalls at a time. Up to 180 spaces will be out of commission. There is parking availability at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages in the two adjacent blocks to the east. That wraps up your CFRC Weekly Traffic Report for December 15th to 21st. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and The Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.